one of the greatest, um, what I call it, disaster or the greatest uh, negative impact of darkness in the life of God's people is manifested in two great dimensions. The first is to allow religious corruption to come into their relationship with God. The first is religious corruption. The second is negligence, spiritual negligence. As God relates to his people, the tendency is to just um, allow themselves to get used to God so much that they're no longer sensitive to his holiness. And that's what has happened with the prophet Israel. God manifests himself in diverse ways and manners, revealing his love and mercy and goodness. They got used to him so much that when they come to worship him, they don't see any sense of commitment in the presence of the almighty God. So the quality of that worship became very shabby. God now had to stir the heart of Moses to give them the new rule. As you come before me, you must come in these terms and conditions. You cannot just come to me without quality worship. And every worship for it to be qualitative has to be sacrificial. Because you are dealing with a spirit that is holy, a spirit that is pure. And you cannot say you are worshiping a spirit that is holy and pure and there is no dimension of sacrifice. Even the devil himself demands that from his own worshippers. You don't dare appear before a an evil high priest without a sacrifice in your hand. He will curse you. He will even ask you first of all, what do you come to do here? You mean you came to this shrine without anything? You don't dare that. So you prepare yourself before you appear yourself. Because the only way for you to relieve his spirits, the only language you understand is sacrifice. And so if you come without anything, you dishonor spirits. And there are consequences for it. So God himself, who is a spirit, when you come before him and you want to truly give an act of adoration and worship, it must be substantial with something. Even the three wise men, when they recognized the king in Christ Jesus through the star, they came and the Bible said they worshipped and they offered. They offered substances of great treasure. They offered gold frankincense, and myrrh. God began to give instruction. As you come, celebrate this. As I walk with you, celebrate the, the, the feast of the Passover. Celebrate the unleavened bread. Celebrate this. And as you come, bring offerings. First fruit offerings. Cereal offerings. You don't appear before me without sacrifice. Bring those things that you treasure so much. If you want to attract blessing for me more, you come with sacrifices. What attracts my blessings to you is your act of sacrifice. Let me just mention some of them here. 
as was identified, you know. He said, he said, come with three offerings. As you, as you, as you celebrate the lost Passover, you shall eat unleavened bread, presenting an offering by fire to the Lord seven days. Only just even one day. Seven days. Offering by fire. That fire is a significant of you know, sacrificial sacrifice. A sacrifice that can attract the, 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 the grace of God and God will accept it. The type of sacrifice that Abel offered to God. You see, when Abel offered his own sacrifice, Cain offered his own, the Bible says God received the sacrifice of Abel because it was a sacrificial offering. Cain, Cain just came with a shabby offering, careless offering, and then God didn't accept the sacrifice. You see, I can't take the kind of worship. God himself has a choice. You see. So you present a sacrifice that has fire in it. Seven days, a holy consecration. He said, Chief of first fruits of your harvest to the priests. After the Sabbath, the priests shall wave it. So they have what they call the wave offering to wave away the anger of God, wave away, you know, the attraction of evil over the people. Okay? So we have the wave offering. Seven full weeks. The first one is seven days. The second one is what? Seven full weeks. Hmm? Offering by fire to the Lord. An offering by fire to the Lord. For presenting to the Lord offering by fire, burnt offering and cereal offerings and sacrifice and drink offering, each on its proper day. God began to teach them the act of worship. The act of worship. It is very imperative that we understand that if you say you are worshiping God, and there's no qualitative sacrifice from your dimension. Your, your worship is, so, is not substantial. It's not substantial. And that's why sometimes some people, they feel so dry because the word accompanies their worship, it doesn't have sacrifice in it. It doesn't have sacrifice in it. Very important that we look again into how do we worship God. Jesus said, a time will come when those shall worship me, shall worship me in spirit and in truth, in spirit, in spirit, that's to do with the inner abnegation that takes place. Paul culminates that now in Romans chapter 12, when he said, Brethren, offer your very selves as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. You see, it must be acceptable. Many offer worship. Without asking, this worship I'm offering, is it acceptable to God? Many come to Mass. This worship I'm offering, is it acceptable to God? Is it acceptable? If it's acceptable, you will feel it. You will know it. You will know it. How? The peace of God will garrison your heart. The joy of the Lord will be your strength. Your zeal for God will increase. You will see yourself cherishing more the things of God than whatever the world offers. But when this is not happening, it means something is wrong. It means something is wrong. A worship acceptable. This is a type of worship that attracts God's grace of divine protection, of the supernatural, of victory over evil, 
and all kinds of the supernatural that manifests in the dimensions of your life. And then finally, Jesus in the gospel articulates again negligence, not understanding the move of God among his people. He said, A prophet is not what is not without honor except in his own country. Why? Familiarity. You guys used to him so much, it makes no sense to you again. You only judge him by the physical presence. You see, ah, I know him now. You see how they were, you know, read down his profile. Ah, is this not the capital son? Is not the mother called Mary? Is not his brethren James and Joseph and Simeon and Judas? And not his brothers and sisters with us here? Where did this man get this? Ah, thank God they even acknowledge that there's something higher. Where did he get all this wisdom from? And took and they took offense at him. Even when there was an evidence of grace. They took offense. They took offense at him. Why? On account of this, they blocked the hand of grace working in that person. Sometimes too, it happens. We get used to God's instruments in our midst. We take them for granted in our parishes. The way we relate with them. We think, ah, but whether you like it or not, grace is at work. It takes a forensic eye of faith to see grace at work and honor it. And when you don't, a grace you don't honor can never bless you. As a matter of fact, to the degree at which you honor a grace, we determine the blessing that will come from that grace. And what the gospel say? He said, and he, he could not do any mighty work in their midst because of what? Their unbelief. Unbelief is one of the government, you know, the, 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 the structures of the government of the devil in the midst of people. He will make their minds not to believe what God has presented. So that with that, they cannot have influence in their midst. And the devil will continue to work strong in their hearts. Don't take the things of God for granted. If you notice grace, take advantage of it. Tap that grace by yourself. Look at a Sephardian woman. She wasn't even a Jew. A pagan territory where they offer humans a sacrifice. She came and said, Jesus, please, my daughter is sick. Do something about it. And Jesus did not even care about her. And the disciples said, Master, don't look, please attend to this one. Let her go without trouble. She's personal to death. And Jesus said, We cannot give food men for children. Which children? The children who don't even acknowledge him. He said, How can we give food men for children to dogs? But the children themselves don't even see the bread in his hands. They took offense at him. That's why many people in Israel, even while Christ was there, many of them died of sickness. Many of them were oppressed by the devil. And Jesus said, you, you carry out the will of your father, the devil. And they were Jews. They are covenant people of God. But Jesus called them children of the serpent, the devil. And this one pressed and said, yes, even the dogs eat the crumbs that falls from the master's table. And Jesus said, woman, your faith is great. You took this one by force. And if you storm heaven by force, you will get blessing by force. And say, go, your daughter is healed. From a pagan territory, from a pagan territory, don't joke with people that God has placed his, their, you know, his grace upon their lives. No matter how you know them physically, no matter how you know their parents, you know how they grew up. 
you know, you get so used to them that you just feel that just because you are maybe you have certain dimensions of life, then you can you can place hand on them. No, 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 no. God knew that imperfection when He picked them. Sometimes it is even a test for you to know whether you can see God at work in the midst of His people. Yes, John didn't have any special clothes on him. It was when Amos came, but his voice thundered. Jesus said, "Among all the men born of a woman." There's none greater than John. None greater than John, but his appearance will make you insult him. He looked haggard, but in the eyes of God, he was a great giant. And so we pray at this Mass that as we come in with the Lord, we take him serious and take our act of worship beyond the ordinary type of Christian life. And secondly, we will always be sensitive to grace and take advantage of God's finger at work in the midst of humans. May God bless us now through Christ our Lord.